Hey everybody, this is Brad Bruce and I'm here with Jason Marsiglia and you're listening to the 5195 Podcast and this is episode 8. Mm-hmm. Coming off of the hills of the 80s, which I thought was good. Yeah. Yeah. That was fun. I think so too. I think something that went right along with the 80s would be toys. Yeah. I mean, I was... Big what kid? What kid wasn't into toys? You know, yeah. then and now. Sure. Um, and I, it's like I loved toys. I don't know who doesn't love toys. You know, at and some I, point or another. I was into toys because it was like I could create episodes beyond what I was watching. Sure, you were able to. You had your cast. Yeah, you, were, you know. Yeah, and you know, and it was fun, and and some of the. The earliest toys that I was actually introduced to was He-Man. Oh, yeah. That world was amazing. Yes. You know, er- everything about it. Like, Skeletor was it for me. I, w- I liked He-Man, but I was I was more. So was I. Yeah. I was everything a, I was about, a, just from the skull and, yeah. you know, even though, you know, you look back and he's he's pretty hammy. As a kid, it was just dope mm-hmm. it was so fucking because i mean let's be fair the voice was hilarious it was <laughs> it was not e- scary and it's even funnier now you know um <laughs> just as stupid one of the th- one of the things that always cracks me up is the christmas special where he's like i don't want to be sweet <laughs> i want to be evil it's so funny they were awesome and they were releasing like crazy i feel like you've probably seen it but those who haven't the episode of Netflix Toys That Made Us. Yes. Those toys at He-Man was Mattel, I believe, right? Mm-hmm. Mattel, boy, the guys who created this stuff was flying by the seat of their fucking pants. The toy couldn't be sold without the show, and the show couldn't be made because there were no toys. Mm-hmm. I mean... Talk about a Catch-22, Yeah, right? and I don't want to ruin it for you guys. Just watch that episode. It is phenomenal. It, in fact, I when that show premiered, I jumped straight to that episode. I don't think it's the first episode of that show. But that story was so fascinating that I doubled back and watched the toys that made us all the way up to that one. I think yeah. that's like the season finale of the first season or something. Okay. And... I loved learning about toys that I didn't give a shit about. Like I didn't, you know, I, I didn't collect Barbie or Hello Kitty, but the stories behind them, what a phenomenal show, mm-hmm. man. The whole toy market and just the way that they built collectibles and all that, it's super fascinating. Even if you're not a fan of a particular product, they've all got a story. And yeah. it's, that was a great show. It really it, was. It was. Short lived too. I don't think they went past like season two or three or yeah. something, right? Yeah. When in the grand scheme of things, especially today with toys more being sold more for collectability than to play with, they could have that show going for years. Oh, yeah, for sure. There's, it's an endless well. I think that one just ended too soon. I really, I was enjoying learning about the toys of my childhood or the toys of other people's childhood. You know, I was getting to the point where I'm even like... I want to know what the fuck all this Pokemon shit's about. Or, mm-hmm. you know, I was really looking forward to the Ninja Turtle one. You know? Yeah. Um, but some of the ones I'm going to talk about today, they never got to. Okay. So I figure you go first. We can we can harp on some He-Man um, because I do have some, I've got some stuff about that. I did mention how it was kind of looked down upon by my grandma because of Satanic Panic. Uh, okay. Skeletor and all that stuff was considered a gateway toy to Satanism because of probably some Barbara Walters special or Geraldo or some stupid shit. Yeah. But it got everyone scared that He-Man was like a gateway to Satanism. And it's so funny. Okay. Like you said, I was more of a Skeletor guy. Yeah. And there was nothing I coveted more than, is it Snake Mountain? Yeah. The Snake Mountain playset. Fucking loved it. Over Castle Grayskull. Yes. For me too. Me too. Yes. It was so... It's not even goth. It's just horror. Mm-hmm. You know, there's these yawning faces, like these big teeth. Yeah. There's like a werewolf head that you can. With a microphone. Well, but it was like a wolf head. Yeah. And it would be like, yeah. you know, and it was just, it almost sounded like when you talk into a fan. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but it was, there was that. And then there was a, uh, a pack on the inside and you had to unscrew it to put batteries in. And for the life of me, I can't remember what it did. That was for the microphone. Maybe it was. Yeah. Because I didn't, <laughs> at that age, I wasn't messing with batteries or anything like that. <laughs> I just played with it, you know. But 
I remember. Did you have both of them? I did okay. eventually. Okay. Um, but I played more with Snake Mountain. Yeah. It had like. Did that, you remember that they made an Eternia? Oh yeah. That big giant one. That was massive. Yeah. Never like, had it. Yeah. No, I never had that either. I had a neighbor who had it because his <clears throat> sister was into Shira. Okay. And I dug Shira just because yeah. it was a connect was, show. Yeah. Um. But yeah, the Eternia playset, I just remember being blown away by it because it dwarfed everything. Everything. That that was the equivalent of like the battleship for G.I. Joe. G.I. Joe. Yeah. yeah. And and now that Eternia playset is like yielding thousands of dollars. You're talking unboxed. Oh yeah, yeah. Unboxed. Yeah. You can you can get one open, not even complete. It's probably like, still a pretty penny though, right? Four or five thousand dollars. Jesus Christ. Four or five thousand easily. Complete in a box, you're looking easily eight thousand or more. Wow. For this thing. Because it's so I've never seen one in person i remember uh, i had a buddy who lived across the street from me his little sister had that's crazy and what's funny is she was into she-ra so that's how i saw that he wasn't into he-man he was more into the thundercats so he had all the thundercats and transformers stuff yeah my house was more he-man i was more into that yeah i wasn't a transformers me neither um i learned to kind of appreciate it more as an adult Mm -hmm. i think it's fun but as a kid, when He-Man went off and Transformers started, I was like, all right, well, I'm going outside. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you uh, know? Um, I, I was actually more of a uh, mask. Mask? Yeah. I don't think I know that one. Really? Yeah. Hang on. Let me try and pull it up. Yeah. Here. Oh, my God. That was that was, that was was the best. Is it just mask action it's, figures? It's, it's uh, like M period A period oh. S. <laughs> like um, mash yeah the mobile armor to strike command is what they were oh. and they were vehicles that would like transform into other armored attack vehicles like a motorcycle would become like a helicopter oh really okay yeah. that oh this is kind of familiar yeah and that's like 85 i, I these believe. are oh this was kenner yeah it, it was kenner. kenner uh the logo does have kind of a transformers look to it it does um, kind of mixed with G.I. Joe, that the, the little helmet at the bottom. Yeah, because well, this was like my Transformers and G.I. Joe coming together. Sure. Because I like G.I. Joe's. Transformers are okay. I mean, obviously, I had um, Optimus well, Prime and Megatron. Just because sure. they were cool. Yeah. You know, but yeah. I didn't have like an entire collection of Transformers. No, I didn't like, have any. And this is going to sound hilarious because most people hate them, but I was like a big fan of GoBots. Oh, the GoBots? Yeah. Yeah. Like, I mean, <laughs> they're funny, but like they're- Store brand Transformers? Yeah. yeah. Like, they were <laughs> which, super cool. Which they is were funny. Super cool. Uh, I'll bring it up in a minute. I've got I've got a similar comparison. Oh, okay. That okay. I, like, I liked both. Yeah. I didn't prefer one or the other, and uh, this could be an episode all of its own. <laughs> this debate- yeah. So I'll save it for a little bit. I'll okay. save that for my last. But yeah, I'm looking at these mask things. I, these are familiar. I'm Jackhammer, Gator, Firecracker, Condor, Piranha. Yeah, I remember these. I didn't have any. No? I don't think I had any of these. These, But I knew people who did. I think there were a few at my grandma's house. Like maybe she picked up a bunch and they just wound up in the toy trunk in her uh, patio. Yeah. Um. No, that's pretty cool, man. Mask. I remember. God. Yeah, now I remember it. That's funny. Uh, I was also into um, micro machines. I liked micro machines. Yeah, they were they were cool. Like, Those were pretty neat. They took over for Hot Wheels for me. Yeah, I liked I, I liked micro machines more because I like the play sets would be like a distributor cap. They look yes. like a real distributor cap or a gas can or a toolbox. Mm-hmm. They would open up to reveal this big playset, yeah for your micro machines like that was super fun and of course the the commercials like the fast talking oh i forgot about that guy the guy with the mustache yeah you know he's, yeah. he's like a like an auctioneer yeah he was cool um yeah i remember those i like those a lot kind of in the same vein these like minuscule toys I was a big fan of Mighty Max. Oh, same. Do you like those? Yeah. I thought those were so fucking cool. I guess those were Bluebird toys. Okay. They were a, a sibling toy line to Polly Pocket. Polly Makes Pocket, sense. Polly Pocket came first. And then for the boys, we had Mighty Max. Mm-hmm. You know, both alliterative names, you know. <laughs> but um, just the horror aspect of Mighty Max. These little things that would fold open. They were like snakes, sharks 
mummy heads. And then you'd open it up and it was like temples. You know what I mean? Like Indiana Jones kind of shit. Uh, I forget which one it was. One of them had like a Grim Reaper Slayer uh, uh, wraith okay. kind of villain. Okay. Because all of them came with a Mighty Max. You know, so no matter what one you got, you'd have like a dozen of the same Mighty Max figure. Yeah. But the villains were always different. And the scenarios were always different. And uh, probably one of my favorite ones was the uh, Mighty Max Conquers the Temple of Venom. Okay. I guess it says it was renamed to the Palace of Poison in North America. Mm-hmm. Okay. Didn't know that. But uh, it was like a three-tiered fold-out. It was okay. a coiled snake. And he was kind of beige, you yeah. know. But the head would come up. The coil would come up. So now you've got two sides. The mouth of the snake would open. And then from one side to the other, you had like a chain link rope that kind of connected the two sides. And on the inside was like a giant scorpion. And like there were like skeletons on the ground of things that had been eaten. Um, If I remember right, I had a dragon one. It was like a dragon head. And on the inside was like a little... It almost looked like a little alchemy lab, you know, and it was just each one had their own adventure. And I want to say the card back was a comic. Okay. I think when you flipped it over, it was like a little adventure involving these characters. Because to be honest, I don't know if it came with a booklet or not. Because usually what the back of the card backs are usually by these other ones. I want to say with Mighty Max, it was like just a little strip involving what you bought once you popped it out right but uh mighty max you know i had like a whole drawer full of those because because they were so small Mm -hmm. you know they were little compacts and then if i'm not mistaken mcdonald's was putting them in happy meals and they were even smaller it was like a little head wow okay and it would pop open you know okay and it came with like one figure but it was still like a little horror head like a dracula or something and they were harder to open because they were smaller but the other ones were like like a palm sized and uh, so, yeah, you could you could throw a bunch of them away. Oh, according to this, they were called Doom Zones. Okay. Which is a little horror movie nut. I'm like, fuck yeah. Yeah. This is yeah. so cool. And then they made a cartoon okay. in the 90s. And I remember the cartoon being pretty solid. Uh, I want to say it came on before I went to school. So I'd see maybe the first 10 minutes mm-hmm. and then have to go catch the bus. So I never saw an episode in its entirety, I don't think. I don't think it was a Saturday morning thing either it was like a weekday all right so um yeah i was a big mighty max fan that's cool i thought that was cool yeah that's cool like i did my best to collect the entire series of masters of the universe uh i don't know masters of the universe was when i was so young that i kind of just got what i got i'd want other ones because i'd see them in the sears catalog or or the back of a you know the card back mm-hmm. but um i wasn't able to you know go running out for them maybe the way you did because yeah. by that point you might have been about 10 or 11 right yeah i was two yeah uh so from the formative age of two to maybe six it was just your birthday or christmas mm-hmm. and i'd open something up and be like oh cool this guy stinko moss man <laughs> yeah you know? yeah and then you'd have what was what was the bumblebee guy was God. it Buzz Off? You never could keep the wings on. Yeah. Every, every Buzz Off, you'd go to a buddy's house, he'd have like one wing, mm-hmm. the other one, I don't know where the other one is. You know, um, I had, was it Beast Man? Yeah. He was kind of a werewolf type of yeah. thing. Uh, I had Merman. Skeletor's right hand man. Yeah, Merman yeah. was great. I, yeah. think, I think I had Evelyn. Great. Um, man at Arms. Great. Orko. The best, in my opinion. Wasn't that he was the, my favorite. Wasn't he the one that had the track pull? Yes. He'd, you'd rip him out and he'd hover all mm-hmm. over the floor. Yeah, mm-hmm. that was cool. Um, and the, one of the ones I know I got, because I just, I fuck with them all the time. The two-headed one were the... The arms would punch. Oh yeah, the opposite oh, yeah. head. Yeah, that yeah. guy was funny. He, yeah, he was just fun to fuck with. Because I want to say there were there buttons on the back that made and that made that that made the hands went, go back and forth. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. He was one that I don't remember much about. I'm not even sure if he was on the show or anything. Because there were a lot that were made. Well, that you know what's crazy? The show like there were 130 episodes. Yes, that was a decent little run. And I've got them all. Yeah, yeah. I, do I don't. Too. I, mine's like, I don't want to say Mill Creek. It might be Universal. I didn't jump on the 
big the set. castle grayskull yes that's the one i got of course you do yeah but yeah, yeah that was the one i really wanted because i think it even comes with a soundtrack it does yeah like and you know out of the like 70 plus characters i think literally i probably only had 20 probably the same yeah yeah and and i thought i had them all and to be honest at some point i think after that first wave of main characters i don't know how many went from the shelf to the animated series. Yeah. I think they just made a bunch and you went home and played with them, but you didn't necessarily see them on the show. And you know what's crazy? The way and, and the way I cared for my toys. Yeah. Like compared to other kids in the neighborhood. Mm-hmm. Now this was like early eighties in Grand Prairie, Texas. Mm-hmm. I didn't have allowance. It would be like at the end of the week, if I was good, we'd go to the store and I would pick up a He-Man. Of your kind choice. Of like, yeah, of like my reward for, you know, not being a, a jackass. We... Maybe that's why I didn't have them all, because I was only a jackass, you know, the majority of the time and, and a good 20 right. times. So, you know, you were you were good 20 times. Yeah. When I was in elementary school um, in the suburbs by Detroit, they had something called, I want to say in elementary school... They had something called high fives. Okay. And it was a little Xeroxed pink slip where if you weren't a troublemaker, you got a high five. Okay. And if you collected five high fives, you know, you could keep them all and there'd be little prizes. You could buy stuff with your high five. In a crude way of speaking, it was like Chuck E. Cheese tokens. You know, you just, you keep getting them. You could turn them one in for something stupid like a ring. Mm-hmm. But if you if you really kept a stack of them... You get cool shit. Well, I wasn't so... I didn't really give a shit about the whatever I got at school. I had made a deal with my folks. If I got five high fives in a week, we'd go to the store. And A, we'd go to the McDonald's by Metro Airport. And we'd sit there and eat lunch while watching the planes go over. Mm-hmm. And then I'd go get a toy of my choosing. And that was a cool thing. Core, core memory. It is a core memory. And it was something cool that... It gave me something to work for. Yeah. It taught me that, you know, you can be rewarded, but you got to work for it. And uh, that was one of my favorite memories was, I think my mom would just, she would take me to the airport. And um, that was back when McDonald's was fun, you know, like with Hamburglar and Grimace and all Mm -hmm. that stuff. But yeah, my mom, I want to say worked at, do you remember Woolworths? Of course. Because that doesn't exist anymore. Does Not it? at all. Uh, I think she worked at Woolworths and was able to kind of get stuff just as it hit the shelf. So I never really had to, at least when I was good, whatever was new, she would just kind of make note of what I had already and go find something that didn't look familiar. Never missed out. Kind of. Yeah. But at the same time, like you said, out of 70 something odd yeah. toys, I probably had like 15 or 20 you know yeah but i did get a few of the sets i remember there was one set for he-man that had like a cave opening a big rubber puppet dragon you could stick your arm through and bite people and i think you could lock someone into a a cavern and that's where you could dump slime uh i had those set pieces and of course grayskull and snake mountain but i think that was the extent that was it i think that was it and I had variations on He-Man. I think you remember the one where, like, battle armor. Where you oh, could, yeah. You could roll the yeah, the chest. It would it, flip up inside. And it would look like sword scrape. Yeah, those were cool. I think my favorite <clears throat> out of the whole set, though, was Skeletor and Panther. Oh, yeah. That was it. That was it for me. That was super cool. Yeah, that was it for me. Like, that was all I cared about. And Panther, he wasn't just plastic, was he? Was he was flocked. Yes. I remember the feeling. Yeah, you know. yeah, he was because Battle Cat was just plastic. He was just hard plastic. Yeah, he right? was green with the stripes, and he was just he was just plastic. And by some point, the orange stripes were always chipping off. Always chipping off. By the time you were done with him, he was just a green cat. Yeah, and what's know. funny is I'm I'm still that guy now, forty seven years old. Mm-hmm. Have the majority of them still. The Snake Mountain and Castle Grayskull. Yeah. You're not talking about as an adult repurchasing not, them? Not, not the retro toys they just have been released. No, no. No, the original, like the 80s runs. But that's what I mean. These are the ones you had as, as a, a kid? kid. Oh, yeah. man. All I of, was that guy. All of mine went to like Goodwill or something. You know, the, a you lot know. of my toys, one year, because I mean, again, like it was Star Wars, 
you know, like the Millennium Falcon oh, and, yeah. and G.I. Joe's and Mask and Thundercats. I remember one year I had went on vacation. For some reason, I don't I don't know why, maybe just out of spite because I was a dickhead or whatever, but maybe he thought it would be funny, but my older brother threw it all away. What? Yeah. And it was it was funny because like obviously I'm still a collector. Mm-hmm. Now it was never about like I never collected because like oh my god one day these are gonna be worth so much money. What kid did? Yeah, you know and the things if we knew then. Of course, yeah, that's know, exactly. what... I would have never taken them out of the package. Yeah, but, but then you wouldn't have been able to play. Right. You know what's funny is as I got older, I really started to appreciate the packaging just as much as the toy. So oh, I, I would love do the I, art. and I would do my best to open the package without ripping the the blister pack Which like the cart yeah the board wasn't easy. No, and I, I remember taking a razor blade and like cutting around to where I could like open it like a door and then take the guy out and oh, then like wow. put it back just so I could still almost like when I was done playing he could go back and I could put him on a shelf and look at it. And that led into well instead of doing this, why not just get two? <laughs> Yeah. One to put up and then one to play with. Yep. You know, so so that's kind of what I did. But like, for some reason, the He-Man toys didn't make it into the trash. A few of my Transformers didn't make it into the trash. But the majority of the the Star Wars and the G.I. Joes and the Thundercats, they, oh, all, they, all, went, they all went to the landfill. Yeah. And I, I remember telling them, I, I told them, I was like, well, you know, the way I see it, you, you owe me about 10 grand. <laughs> worth of toys so, yeah and, and you know funny there was a time where he was helping me buy a really lot of these toys as i and it was as i was like i was a grown man yeah it, it was a, it was a joke but i think he was genuinely after the fact felt bad yeah about it you know but um but the hunt is so fun no the hunt is fun and and i and i still do that like i still hunt for these toys like here in Southern California, there's lots of stores that I go to to look for, for retro toys. They're not there anymore, but years ago in Buena Park, there was stores right across from each other, and they were like consignment stores where they had glass shelves, and they were loaded with everything. Really? I mean, they were loaded with everything. And I remember just going there all the time and buying whatever I could. Like, as I got older and got into the film industry mm-hmm. and started doing okay for myself, I always kind of referred to myself as a little kid with his dad's wallet. Sure. No one was going to tell me no. Yep. So I kind of went overboard. If you could see my loft, you would understand oh, what yeah. overboard means. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, this loft is legendary. <laughs> I'm serious. Every time I'm in town, I go upstairs and I'm just like, what does it look like now? Yeah. What has he got? And it's so fucking cool. It's crazy because it's like I have friends that, you know, want to come over just to go stare at the loft. And it's funny. It's all I'm always met with like, can I take a picture? Yeah. You know, and I'm like, yeah, fine. Go it's ahead. Like, what? Yeah. beautiful. Yeah, go ahead. You know, I mean, there's there's full size figures. There's mm-hmm. props. There's We should put pictures on social media. Uh, yeah, I think I will. Put it on our uh, page yeah, because uh, it would be good for this episode specifically for people. Just to, to see. Yeah. See there's, cause, and it's all like kind of bookend with. About four or five thousand films. Yes. That are in there. I mean the loft, it's it's not a toy loft, it's not a movie loft, it's a pop culture loft. It's amazing. It really it I mean really I can't is. tell you how many times I hear when someone comes over, I hear, Oh, I had that. Mm-hmm. Oh, I had that. Yep. You know, and it's like it, it's really funny for like a lot of my friends who I never grew up. They grew up. Yeah. And it's almost like you see them like kind of relive a little bit of their childhood. It's kind of cool though, isn't it? It is cool. You know? You know, it it is cool. And it's funny because I've also set a few of my friends off on their own excursions of trying to find things. Sure. You know, to build. And of course they're like, I know I'll never have this, but it's cool to have something from my childhood back again. Of course. You know, because those toys, like, and it's not just 80s toys. I mean, they were, you know, great 90s toys. You know, I mean, Mm -hmm. I still buy toys today i don't collect everything and i do have friends that do collect everything really i collect what i'm into like i have a pretty extensive et collection yes i have like hundreds of the vhs oh yeah hundreds of different the same movie but just hundreds of copies of it it's like you're compelled to buy it if you see it i want to buy them all because essentially what i want to do one day is to just fill an entire shelf top to bottom with nothing but et vhs that's pretty awesome. Why? I don't know. Why not? I mean, I still have, like, when you would go to Universal back in the day, they would give you these little, like, three page pamphlets of 
what to expect when you're at the park. Yeah. I have the one when I went where you open it up and it's just, look what we have now, brand new opening, the E.T. ride. Yeah. I have tons of stuff. Like there's a, a life-size E.T. Mm-hmm. prop upstairs. Yep. It's there's those of you who follow Sneaker Cult, you've probably seen him in the yeah, store. Yeah, he's in the store. Yeah, he's yeah. been in the store and people have taken pictures with him in the store. Mm-hmm. Like we had a full-size Michael Myers in the store. Yeah. You know, which I have two upstairs. I have a 78 and I have like the 2017. Yeah. Michael Myers. You know, the new the new trilogy. Yeah. Um it's I just I don't know. I, the 78 one by the way. Yeah. Creeps me the fuck out. Everyone says that. He looks a little too real. Yeah. You know what's funny is I have, again, like I said, I don't collect everything. I'm, you know, I'm not buying everything like everyone else bought, you know, all the Transformers. Sure. Like I don't, I, you know, I, I didn't, I never bought any of that kind of, I, I didn't buy that stuff. I bought just what I was really into. Sure. And, you know, it's like Universal Monsters. Yeah. You know, now a lot of that stuff is super fucking expensive. Oh, yeah. Like those little like three and three quarter Remco toys, mm-hmm. loose and beat up floppy arms you know i mean they can bring two three hundred bucks a piece i know it's insane yeah you know and it's like they're just the collectability on some of this stuff is nuts it's nuts you know and it's funny because now you have companies like super seven they're releasing those little three and three quarter universal monsters toys just as a new run as a new run yeah you know and but and they're changing them up you know the the boxes they come in look great yeah like with NECA, the stuff that they do NECA's so cool they're killing it. They are. They're killing it. And it's the, like... The care that goes into the details yeah. is astounding. It's so cool. Exactly. Like, you know, I love I love Batman toys. And, mm-hmm. and, and I'm a Batman fan. I'm not a big superhero guy. Yeah. I'm not like the... I like Superman. I was like, I can't relate to a guy who like, you know, gets shot and nothing happens to he's, him. He's indestructible except for this rock. Yeah. And you know? I, what I liked about Batman was just like, he was just like a, a real dude with a bunch of money. Yeah. He had a motive, but he was just a real dude with a bunch of money. What I liked about Batman was when I started getting into Batman, it was the fact that I, I for some reason as a little kid, it might've been Dick Tracy. Okay. The 1990s Dick Tracy with Warren Beatty. Yeah. That had its own toy line, mm-hmm. but it also had like, the watch you can mm-hmm. talk into, mm-hmm. you know, stuff like that. Yeah. And I got really enamored with the idea of detective. Yeah. And I started looking for like, mur- like murder mysteries or noir. Mm-hmm. Cause I just dug that look, the fedora, the yeah. long coat. Yeah. You know, <laughs> you know, you so many, you know, Sam Spade type stuff. Mm-hmm. And, when I was getting into comics, Batman was like a dark hero, but he was a detective. And even if I was into something like, say, Ninja Turtles, yeah. which had its own toy line as well, the Ninja Turtles were cool because they knew karate. Uh, Batman knew every martial art known to man. He's also a scientist, a chemist. There was nothing Batman didn't know, and he was scary looking. He was dark. He was brooding. He's in the rain. Uh, His rogues gallery are psychos. They're monsters. (laughs) So I got big into Batman because it tapped into not only horror, but martial arts, fighting, action, and mystery. You know, detective work. Some of my favorite Batman comics didn't necessarily have to have action in it. Just sometimes it was cool just to see him in the Batcave typing something on his computer and figuring something out. And you're like, oh, fucking cool. Collecting Batman particularly, I don't remember the line, but it was when the Tim Burton one came out in 89. Okay. That line of Batman toys. Yeah. And then a couple years later, the Batman Returns line, which had a lot of cool shit. Yeah, um, it did. Those were kind of the height of my Batman stuff. And I did get a lot of Batman stuff. I had the Joker that I'm pretty sure if you... Squirting flower? The squirting flower, yep. I had the Batmobile. Had the Batwing, which was like as big as two dinner plates. That fired the orange darts? Yes. Yeah, I just... I don't know if you saw it or not, but upstairs I have like a factory sealed 89 Batcave. I did see that. Yeah, and then up on top is the Batmobile in the box. Yes. 
you know, uh, like I have the figures, like yeah. the, the square jaw Batman, the round jaw Batman, thick-hearted figure. They were 89. They're from the 89. Those were variants? Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. Okay. It's funny because they were going to do like this whole line. Mm-hmm. They were really? going to do them all. Yeah. But they never did. They, huh. they did Joker, Batman, Bob. Bob, Bob the Goon. Yeah. That was it? That was it. Uh, for some reason, I just feel like there was so much more. No. 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 So it was those three and then the play sets. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. And that was because I, I had the Bat Cave. I did have that. I had the car, the Bat Wing. Uh, all super cool. Yeah. Super the, cool. The Bat Cave from Returns with the Wayne Manor. That one I didn't have. That was awesome. Yeah. Like, that was cool. And then, like, they had the Batman that, like, he was wearing, like, all in black with, like, he had the lines across his chest with, like, the like the 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 morphed bat on his shirt but then you could dress him up as batman oh really and it was okay. funny because it was cool mm-hmm. but it was also goofy as hell because they had to mold these parts over him so his head is super big and like <laughs> you know the gloves like you know are super big the boots everything it looked really funny but it was just cool to be able to make bruce wayne batman sure you know that was cool sure you know, I, I like that um yeah, like bat, like for me, Batman. I loved you know sixty six animated series. Adored the animated series, and then eighty nine. Probably still yeah. my favorite rendition of Batman. You know, me it's too. Just, it's pitch perfect. Yeah, and it's like I have every figure from animated series. Really? So that's one that you hunted down to completion. Yeah, every single one of them are carded. Some of them are unpunched, where they were never even hung up. Really? Then I have them all loose in the case like with with like the the animated series cases like the storage figure cases oh i don't even know if i've seen that yeah i have them in there with all their weapons you're gonna have to show me later i'll show you I yeah get, i get to see it later. <laughs> yeah, it's like I, ha- I have all those um like when uh, uh last action hero came out oh yeah they released toys i did i didn't know that and i have them all like i have all. you got all the last yeah. many, what was there there was obviously, a decent amount. Obviously, Jack Slater. You, yeah, they yeah, probably the, made the kid. Yeah, there was a decent amount. The the villains. Um, I have the car. Oh, um, his uh, convertible. Yeah, and and the and the the roadster as well. Like I have the roadster oh, wow. sealed. No shit. Yeah, it's like and it's just such, such an obscure, very slept on toy line. Which is funny because I as a kid that came out when I was like eleven, I think. Yeah. I loved that movie, and if I'd known there were toys, I there were toys. Yeah, you know what was funny about the movie when it came out on VHS? Yeah, it was full screen. Yes, and then when they released on DVD, it was full screen. I know, but there was a widescreen floating around out there. Really, and it was rare, super rare. And Uh, luckily enough, here in California, like I have Amoeba, and like I was there so much that there were certain people that worked there that like I had like a like a pull list. Oh no shit! So it was like if something came in, and I remember getting the Dude, call. Some, from, somebody called Brad from a guy, and he was just like, "Guess what? I have." Yeah, and he found the the widescreen version of of Last Action Hero. No kidding, but yeah. on VHS or DVD? DVD. So they did put a widescreen one out on DVD. They did. They did. Because to me, I bought I think a year or two ago they put out a steel book. And I bought that. Yeah. And I want to say it's the first time I've seen it widescreen since the theater because I had the tape. Yeah. And because I was such a DVD snob, still am mm-hmm. now with Blu-ray, the fact that it was full screen, I didn't buy it. Okay. Didn't buy it. I can see that because yeah. I had the equivalent at home. I had the tape, and I'm just buying the tape again, essentially. Yeah. Yeah, it might look a little crisper because it's on digital disc, but it's still the full screen version of what I've been watching this whole fucking time. Mm-hmm. So. I waited, and when they finally put out the Blu-ray Steelbook, the first thing I did was look and make sure what the aspect ratio was, and then I was like, okay, fuck yeah. Yeah. And I got it. Yeah. But yeah, it was like one of those deals where, I, I mean, granted, I may have caught bits and pieces of it on like Tubi or HBO or something, and mm-hmm. that's it's, it's broadcast widescreen now just because TVs are widescreen. Mm-hmm. But to watch it with the bars. Yeah. Uh Never. I've yeah. never seen it with the bars yeah. because after the theater, it was just full screen from then on. But I digress. This is a toy episode. I had no idea until coming here, up looking at the loft. I'm like, there were the last action. Yeah, I'll show toys. you. Yeah, I'll show I you. I saw one or two, but it was just like, I didn't even know they fucking made these. I would have bought them. There was really no marketing. It was, it was just catalog thing and then out. Well, not just that though, but 
a lot of people forget that Last Action Hero, even though people didn't understand it, like it was ahead of its time. For it, sure. It's it a was. meta it def- film. It definitely, yeah. But it came out and then like a week later was Jurassic Park. And Jurassic Park came with its toy line, dinosaurs, Alan Grant, action sets, vehicles. If Last Action Hero was popular enough to have a toy line that I noticed, it would have been completely shadowed by Jurassic Park mere weeks later. So, and of course, yeah, I, I would buy dinosaurs and shit. I love yeah. Jurassic Park. But yeah, that, that blew my mind that there were last action hero action figures. Yep, yep, there were. And that and I think like the collection that I've curated is the more I wouldn't even say rare because that's just such an easy term to throw around. But it to, is. To, it is, but I think it's more like either eclectic or eccentric. A last action hero toy? It does. Versus someone saying like, oh, I got like He-Man toys. Because everyone sure. had He-Man toys. Yeah. But like not everyone had last action hero no, toys. No, it's blowing my mind right now. Yeah. That there even was a I love, you know, yeah, I liked the G.I. Joe line. I yeah. did. Everyone I, had that bucket. Yeah. The yeah. G.I. Joe bucket. Yeah. You know, but everyone had that. For me, honestly, over, and they didn't make that, that many of the toys, but the Rambo toys. No, you're right. I didn't have any Rambo. I knew they existed. But yeah, because they were almost like the He-Man bodies. Yeah, they were. They were like, bigger than the three and three-quarter GI Joe. Right, they were super buff. Yeah, you know. But the shit that 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 they came with were it was cool as shit. Really, like it was. And then they would sell like these little accessory weapon pack, a big fucking like machine gun or right. you know that would go along with it. You know, and they would have like Rambo and like his sleeveless he like you know with the cross gun belts and the blue jeans. I had one Rambo thing. Okay. One Rambo toy. And it was the one that was, it was like a little helicopter cockpit. Okay. And it had guns on the side. You turned it on. There was a little, I almost called it Doppler, like a sonar thing. And two hand controls. Mm Mm-hmm. And you would just press these buttons and the whole thing would go. And like the top of the. The top of this thing, because it was supposed to be a helicopter, it had a propeller that yeah, spun. Yeah, and it's fun. It's yep. fun. That was it. And it was funny because Rambo's head was literally a half an inch from this propeller. Oh, yeah. Th- there was no glass on the cockpit. No. Which I thought was really funny. Yeah. Um, and you know what's funny is the line that put that out, it was Coleco. Really? Now, Coleco, I only associate that with the video, video games. games. Yeah. But they're, they're the ones that same, released. One and the same, huh? Yeah. I'll be damned. Um, yeah, I, I had the helicopter for sure. The... Um, Skyfire Assault. Is that what it was called? That's what it was called. Yeah. I had that. Loved it. I didn't have that many Rambo vehicles. I had like the Skyfire and uh, like the six-wheeled vehicle. I didn't have that. No. Yeah. That that was the only one. Something Defender. Yeah. I I had like the Colonel Troutman like um, leg figure with his like little beret and all dressed in green. Like it was, those were fun because I loved that cartoon. Do you remember Commando? The movie? Schwarzenegger? Yes. Do you remember the, the, the toy that came out of that? Nope. So this toy, I, I was lucky enough to to get. I had to basically uh, beg and plead to get this toy. And it was fucking humongous. Really? Yeah. I can't tell you how big this thing was. I mean, as a little kid, I'm sure it seemed like it was like fifth, fucking 15 feet. And it sucked because it was like my dog chewed him up oh yeah and it's like it's one of those things where it's like you know what i don't even want to go back and see how much this thing is worth oh yeah like i i I don't want to do that i definitely don't want to do that um this one's gonna be a deep cut i'm gonna i'll be surprised if you even know what this one is okay this was i'm trying to look it up right now to see a year okay um i'm not getting a year do you remember a toy line called spy tech Yes. You do? I do. Okay. So Spy Tech, that was my jam. Okay? okay. That was, again, going into the noir detective type shit. Yeah. This stuff, for a kid, was fucking cool. They had a bunch of items. You had a um, like a little sound long-range microphone so you could eavesdrop. You had a pair of sunglasses with mirrored sides so yeah. you could see behind, see behind you. you. Yeah. Um. The camera that would fit into like a now and now and later box, mm-hmm. so it looks like you're eating candy, but mm-hmm. you're taking pictures. And then to to top it all off, all of them came with like a a leather pouch that you put it like a leather bag, not a bag, 
but just sort of a leather clip shut case. Yeah. And then if you bought the Spy Tech belt, each case would snap onto the belt, like a utility belt. Mm-hmm. And those were the coolest damn things ever seen. They even had Commander's Signal Beacon. The little beep, 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 yeah. beep, 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 beep. And it gave you a book that taught you Morse code. It was yeah. so cool. And it just seemed so adult. There yeah. was nothing colorful about it. These things no, were... No, it was just a big gray box. It was a gray box. They were black. Yeah. Everything was black. It just... There was nothing about it that screamed kids. Yeah. That was the 90s for sure. It was 90s. Yeah. I just couldn't... I couldn't remember... An exact date. No. Yeah. And I... I guess that, they were... That's an early 90s toy. They were put out by Tyco. I associated Tyco with RC cars. Yeah. This just seems, it seems so much more adult. You know what I mean? It just seemed like I had really cool spy shit. Yeah. And it's funny because now that you've said that, now I'm just like, oh, great. Something else I got to start looking for. I know. And yeah. it's something I didn't remember until just a few minutes ago. That's too. hilarious. Uh, now to, to wrap the show. Yeah. I saved my debate. Okay. Okay. One of these I had plenty. The other one I couldn't find anywhere. Okay, and this has been a debate between fans since the 80s. Okay. Kenner's The Real Ghostbusters, okay? Okay. So you had the original Kenner lineup of The Real Ghostbusters, Egon, Vankman. And these were, and mind you, these were all based on the animated series. Yeah. These weren't like the Bill Murray, right. you know. So I collected the shit out of those. Yeah. I had, I had every Ghostbusters. I had the Firehouse. I had the Ecto. I had Slimer and Stay Puffed. Mm-hmm. And I even collected the really stupid, goofy fucking ones that were called, like, Fright Features, where they changed the outfits, made them kind of colorful. But each one would, like, if you squeeze their arms together or flipped a switch, their mouth would drop open. Yeah, their eyes would, would bug out. Yeah, of, yeah, it was just super cartoony. Yeah. Very, very Scooby-Doo. But I collected those. Those were kind of funny. And they all came with, like, a bucket of slime. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. And then they had Haunted Humans. Do you remember those where like the guy would look like a mailman and then all of a sudden his stomach would turn into like a mouth or something? Yeah. So I got those two. I remember there was a cop that would like, it would drop down and he was a glow in the dark skeleton. Stuff like that was awesome. But I collected a lot of it. And of course it all went to Goodwill or something. Right. My parents were one of those where if, if, if I, my interest started to wane. I would be in school and they would clean house. Yeah. They boxed up my shit. And it was just, it's it's funny now. But back then I was like, where's my toys? And they're like, why are you asking? You never play with them. You yeah. know? So it's just, it would have been amazing to still have all that stuff. Yeah. But here's the debate. Real Ghostbusters or Shaper Tycho's Filmation Ghostbusters? Do you remember <laughs> that show? <laughs> I do. Okay, that was always a playground dispute. Okay. Who was better? And which one did you think was better, or did you have a preference? I did. Okay. I did. Real Ghostbusters. And most people did. Real Ghostbusters... It's not not to disparage the other one. But Real Ghostbusters was kind of made for the adults, too. Like, that show was very well written. Yeah. Whereas Filmation's Ghostbusters was more Scooby-Doo, you know, which I loved Filmation. And to be honest, between the two... I think Filmation's score was better. Wow. Very synthy. Okay. Very creepy. I loved the score. Yeah. But I loved the idea of a couple of guys running around with a fucking gorilla who could talk, busting ghosts. And then Primeval, the main villain, who mm-hmm. was like a steel skeleton, he was just Skeletor. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it was. It appealed to the He-Man side yeah. as well. But here's the funny thing. I used to see Filmate, the, these Tyco toys in every catalog. I've never seen it in stores ever and in the catalog you had every character you had every villain and you had their fucking awesome ghost house with ghost buggy okay i've never seen these things in my life and i searched everywhere and now you go on ebay these things are worth a mint and the only thing i could think of is they were so outsold they just didn't last yeah, when stuff because, like, yeah, because when, real Ghostbusters was just dominant, right? And and when stuff like that happens, it's also they they don't make that many, I guess. And and it's like when they don't make that many, they're not going to put that much money into marketing them. Sure, and what's that's what's sad because I remember these were catalog mainstays. Yeah, and it drove me insane. Yeah. Of course, it never occurred to me to ask my parents to order it. I just would get the idea and go, "We got to go find them," you know, but. Filmation's Ghostbusters was just so slept on. The only thing I own 
out of that series. And it's not a toy. Mm-hmm. It's a comic book. Oh, yeah. And I have issue number one. It's a rat issue because it's got all the monsters on the front of it. And, yeah. And it has the Twin Towers. Yes. Because their house was right between them. Exactly. Right in between. Yeah. Them. And it's cool. And like, I mine is slabbed. Okay. And it's like a, a 9.8 really? like slab. Yeah. Like okay. it's... It, it i love i love that i love the because i'm a comic book fan too mm-hmm. and you're right because like I, I i never got those toys for the yeah. same reason as like but that's the thing i i would have i would assume most people didn't get them because they didn't like it yeah. that was always an argument for me on the schoolyard yeah that ghostbusters is stupid and i'm yeah. like i like them both yeah fuck you ghostbusters are cool I, I didn't think it was stupid i i it's just i liked it for different reasons yeah i the but con- of course I, I lean towards real ghostbusters the real ghostbusters has the continuity with the movies which is super cool better animated you know yeah better written but i really enjoyed filmation's ghostbusters and yeah i lament that i could never find any of them much less the house and i wanted that house to me that was as cool as the firehouse uh-huh because this thing folded out all kinds of different ways it had lights on it and yeah, shit yeah and it was just i wanted above all else i wanted to work backwards give me the house and i'll find the guys to inhabit it but yeah. i couldn't find any of it and when you go on ebay not only is it super expensive but it's usually unboxed and missing shit all of them all of them and it's just ugh. yeah that's crazy that's one that if i if i had the money i'd go out and scoop them all up i didn't get the comic book though do you remember what what i got were those books sticker books where you would buy packs of stickers they were numbered and you had to flip open the book find the number and that's where that sticker went that's what i had for those okay filmation's ghostbusters did have that and i had a couple of them i still to this day in my office i've got the orange lunchbox with thermos oh okay for filmation's ghostbusters um i kept that one i don't know what happened to my real ghostbusters one because that was a blue one Mm -hmm. and it was kind of that painting where vankman's on the top of the ecto and slimer's like in the foreground yeah zap i had that lunchbox like Um, i love lunchboxes yeah i don't have many well, what's funny, the lunchboxes, I bought one at a convention, a horror convention, years ago. Um, and I just put horror convention trinkets and shit in there. That's what they hold. And shit? And shit. Like human shit. Human shit. That's cool. It's got to be straight from the butt. It's got to make the trinkets stink. Kind of keeps them all together. Okay, cool. But, like, yeah, I would have, you know, you go to a convention or a store and you just get buttons and yeah. keychains and shit like that. That's what it has. I'm pretty sure I've got a bunch of ticket stubs, but that's what I buy them for now. It looks cool as a decorative thing, but it serves a purpose to keep all the weird shit that I accumulate. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But yeah, the, I still have the Filmation Ghostbusters orange lunchbox. That's cool. With the thermos. That's cool. And it's just, it's fun. I the only one I shit. have, you're going to be completely shocked that I have this, is the E.T. lunchbox. No way. <laughs> Where did you find one? I'm sure that was super rare. <laughs> What's funny is mine... Mm-hmm. had it since day one like when i bought it so off the shelf it's the one that you've had his, when i was a kid yeah and has the thermos so, still so many of us just lost all that and shit. It, you know what and i i've seen them at different stores and online and man they're in bad shape really you know so before they're, we end this mm-hmm. real quick just we'll run down this um because i only ha- i only have two but Toys that they never made. Okay. The first one is a quick one just because like I thought it would be cool to have all these toys and they never did it. But like a complete line of Mike Tyson's punch out toys. Oh, that would have been awesome. All the characters with that. a little ring, you know, yeah. and all, all the toys, you know, like Mac, you know, and Doc and a little bike, uh-huh. you know, Glass Joe, Von Kaiser, like all of them. That would have been in a cool. set. I think that would have been cool. That would have been super cool. Yeah. The second one and... They were made, but only as a prop in the film. The Spaceballs toys. Oh, wow. That Dark Helmet was playing with. Yes. Your helmet is so big. I wanted those so bad. Wow, really? All of them. Lone Star and Dot and Princess Vespa and Barf. You know, I wanted like I wanted them so bad. I've got two as well. Okay. One of them, and this is just funny. This is random for me. 
but it falls in line with your punch out. Uh, being a Lego kid, loving Legos, I always thought the first level of Donkey Kong would have been a cool thing to build and play with. That would be cool. You have a Donkey Kong toy, Jumpman, a.k.a. Mario, his girl, yeah, and then just a bunch of barrels that you could knock down this thing that you built. That would have been cool. That would have been cool. Obviously, it would be boring after like five minutes, but I would put it somewhere and admire it. And then the other one, and I feel like they've made them today, but they didn't back then. And if they did, I didn't know about them. But like you mentioned, the Star Wars toys where they were just, you know, the, the real skinny ones. I wanted Indiana Jones. And I don't remember if they had an Indiana Jones toy, but I would have liked an Indiana Jones with, you know, maybe uh, Belloc, you know, Short Round, um, Molaram. Uh, like, it would have been cool. And it seems like it's, it just seems funny to me that that wasn't capitalized on. They did. Did they really? They did. When? 82. So it would have only been Raiders? Yeah. Okay. Um, And they did a lot of box toys. Well, here's the thing. Indiana Jones, and this is going to shock a lot of people, probably the audience, probably you. I enjoyed Indiana Jones. I was more of that than a Star Wars kid. Okay. I just, jungle adventure and treasure hunting appealed to me more than space western kind of thing. Yeah. And... It being under the Lucas umbrella, how wasn't there tons of Indiana Jones shit? Vehicles, mm-hmm. play sets, temples. Honestly, I don't understand I, how that wasn't a thing I or think a bigger be, thing. I think because the Star Wars world was so vast. It is vast. But at the same time, we're talking early 80s. Yeah. There's only three movies. Other than that, you know, you had to be an adult and probably reading some of the paperbacks. Yeah. There were comics, but you still had... There was only one less Indiana Jones movie. But also the amount of characters in each movie, though. I know, but that's why, I mean, even if you had an Indiana Jones and he was your Indiana Jones, the playsets you could have made. Playsets for sure. The Well of Souls. But as far as figures, no. No, but making the Well of Souls or the Temple of Doom. Yeah. Or, you know, the temple at the beginning of the original with, with rolling boulder. Yeah. You know, yeah. something cool like that. I don't, we never got it. And as a kid, being a bigger Indiana Jones fan than Star Wars, I was salivating for someone to put these things out and they just never happened. And uh, nowadays, now that retro toys are cool again and mm-hmm. people are making, I don't want to say fake retro toys, but. Bootlegs are big. That should be another episode someday. Bootlegs? Are bootleg toys. Okay. Bootleg toys. I have a few bootleg toys worth more than the licensed toys. Wow. So, again, like we could talk of toys forever. Yeah, you might so, have to run point on that one. I didn't yeah. even know there was a... Oh, yeah. It, it, there's, a, there's a book really? about, about bootleg toys. Yeah. Oh, shit. Okay. Yeah, I have a bunch of E.T. Bootleg E.T. stuff. No kidding. That's worth more than a lot of the licensed stuff. That's funny. Yeah. How does that... I, yeah, I'd have to... You're gonna, we're going to have to do another episode about yeah. that. Cause, well, uh, I want to hurry up because I, I want to go play with toys now. So. Me too. All right. Well, until next time. See you guys.